Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, 1 Corinthians 1. One. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is 1 Corinthians 1, 1. Paul, called to be an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and our brother Sothenes. How do you tend to introduce yourself to others? Or maybe more importantly, how do you tend to view yourself? What first comes to mind when you think of yourself, your weaknesses, what others have said about you or think about you, your past failures, your sins, and your regrets, or who you are in Christ Jesus? Today's verse, written by the Apostle Paul, a tyrannical murderer turned church planter, reminds us that our identity matters. What God says about us and also what we say about ourselves, that matters. Our words affect our perceptions, and our perceptions affect our attitudes and our emotions, and therefore our relationships and our impact, for positive or negative. The Apostle Paul had numerous reasons to feel insecure, deficient. Prior to Christ, he'd been a cold-hearted fanatic who had watched in approval the brutal stoning of Stephen, the first Christian martyr. The slow, agonizing death that many of us would have found much too gruesome to watch. And yet Paul stood by not only watching as an enraged mob through stone after stone after stone, but watching with approval. So yeah, Paul had a dark, dark past. And he experienced rejection from Jews and Christ followers alike and slander from those within the churches he himself had planted and in fact had risked his life for. In Corinth, a city that prided itself in their superior wisdom, False teachers had gained influence and were discrediting Paul's ministry, causing others to doubt him, his message, and his motives. If you've ever been around church division and gossip, you can envision how ugly things might have become. Someone with less confidence might have experienced a great deal of inner turmoil, wondering who they could trust, what all was being said about them, and by whom they might have even been tempted to pull back, to give up. 
And Paul experienced similar treatment in Philippi as well. In his letter to the Philippians, he wrote, It is true that some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. The latter do so out of love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. The former preach Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing that they can stir up trouble for me while I am in chains. That's what you call kicking a man when he's down. That had to sting. And some of what people said, those who were intentionally spreading distrust among the church body, some of what they said was true. Though Paul actively spread the gospel at great cost to himself, I might add, he wasn't an eyewitness to Christ's death and resurrection. Unlike the 12 disciples who were also church leaders at this time, Paul hadn't received the same intensive three-year training that they had. He hadn't been among their tight circle, and therefore to some hadn't received the same visible, direct confirmation that the disciples had simply by walking with Jesus as he had performed all his miracles and taught deep truths of God. So yeah, Paul had plenty of reason to feel insecure, inadequate, like he didn't belong But he had an even greater reason for confidence. He was called by the will of God, and God's will trumps all else. Paul knew this, and while he always remained cognizant of his past, he never forgot, he never lost sight of his true identity. And that was how he began most of his letters, stating who he was in Christ, To the Romans, he wrote, Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God. A servant of Jesus, called and set apart for an eternally significant mission. He made near identical declarations in 1st and 2nd Corinthians. And listen to how he began his letter to the Galatians. Paul, an apostle, sent not from men, nor by a man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. An apostle, which means a delegate, someone sent out on the authority of another, in this case, the authority of Christ himself. Then, as if emphasizing this, he added, sent not from men, but from Jesus and the God who raised him. That's a powerful statement. He was commissioned by sovereign God, the one who defines all reality and remains sovereign over all the church, and Paul's life and calling included. It didn't matter how many came against Paul. It didn't matter how many lies they spread about him, what they accused him of. It really didn't matter what others thought of him either. Paul was called by God, sent out by him, for a glorious, supernaturally empowered assignment to share God's light and life with those enslaved to darkness. God was the one who defined Paul. Creator God and Christ, the risen Lord. And all-powerful, sovereign God declared Paul chosen, loved, empowered, and called. That was who Paul was, and nothing and no one could change that. If we've trusted in Christ for salvation, the same is true for us. We're not rejected or insufficient. We're chosen and called to live that truth out. The more we realize this, the more we learn to live in our true Christ-centered identities, the more we grow in confidence and effectiveness, understanding that we have nothing to prove and no reason to feel ashamed or insecure. Let's pray. 
Father God, thank you for choosing us and for declaring us called, set apart for you, and sent out on your authority. The next time we're tempted to pull back in insecurity or to lash out in defensiveness, help us to pause and connect with you. And then fill our hearts with your confidence-producing truths. Fill us with that truth now, Lord. Remind us of who we are in you. Help us to see ourselves as you see us and to rest secure in who we are and who you've called us to be. Our calling doesn't depend on other people's opinions or actions, but instead on your authoritative word. In the name of your victorious son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists. When he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. If you're hearing this right now, you're probably like, who the heck is this and why are they playing during my favorite podcast? And I get it. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I do want to introduce myself. My name is Trevor Tyson, and I'm the host of Trevor Talks, where we talk to real people about real topics and real stories. I just want to invite you, if you love podcasts, if you love music, if you love books and love hearing from the people who create it, come check us out at Trevor Talks. Simply go to Google or Life Audio, type in Trevor Talks, and it'll pop on up. Hope you have a great day.